Darker Days of Dorothy Gale Aftermath For Episode 62 and 63 Chapters 56 and 57 A Meeting with Royalty Part 1 And Another Meeting with Royalty Welcome back to yet another Aftermath episode. This time for two whole chapters. I say it that way so this past week sounds bigger than it actually was. Unlike the Chad and Miles chapter, which ran closer to 45 minutes, and its subsequent aftermath, which also ran about 45 minutes, this week's chapters come in closer to 15 minutes in total. And while these chapters are short and less emotional or impactful, that doesn't mean they are less important. These chapters further explore the roots of Tip's childhood. They detail some of Gracia's final days and set up for a mystery that will unravel for, hopefully, a fulfilling conclusion. In Chapter 56, A Meeting with Royalty, Part 1, we see that Tip and Gracia actually crossed paths when he was a child. We also see that he met Joseph as well. There's not much to say about this chapter in general. It's more like a flashback in Lost or something. We see that not everything is as it seems. Ooh. If you're interested in the timeline of events and don't want to go and sift through old episodes or anything, I'll go ahead and fill you in. I'm totally doing this for your benefit, mind you. Definitely not because I'm trying to fill time for two admittedly short and maybe even a little bit weak chapters. Nope. All for you. In year 20, Reginald shows up and attacks Melinda. Tip is conceived this year and is born this year. Also, he is sold to Mombi this year. In year 30, at the age of 10, Tip meets Gracia and Joseph. That's this chapter. Obviously. This is also the same year that Tip creates Pumpkin Jack and the Tree Horse. Also, this is when Tip lures Beatrice to Mombi in exchange for his freedom. Fast forward all the way to the year 198. We see Tip and company arriving in Nitvis. Tip has a strange, ghostly, or haunting encounter in the house they take refuge in for the night. They also fight some monsters, including a Cerberus. Moving further into 198, Tip and Jack show up in Anastasius where they kill some marauders and save some kids. Fast forward yet again, all the way to the year 216. Tip and Jack show up in Il Dyed, where they meet up with Reginald, 
Tip's unknown father. He saves Ugolio, who then kills himself by running into an ice storm. This is all just hours before the cataclysm. And that, of course, brings us to... Still 216. Meeting Gracia after the cataclysm. So he meets Gracia at the age of 10, goes on a long series of adventures, and meets her again at the age of 196. Keep in mind, he still looks like a 10-year-old boy. Huh. You know what? That timeline thing, it really wasn't so bad. Let's, uh, let's do one for Gracia while we're at it. Gracia and, of course, her sisters, are born in the year zero. Two weeks later, they are given to Lothor. At the age of four, so the year four, of course, she bears witness to her sisters undergoing the blood ritual at the hands of Lothor. Year ten finds the sisters, not so much Gracia, plotting to murder their parents. Well, not just plotting, they, they actually do it. In the following years, 10 through 25, Gracia witnesses firsthand the tumultuous rule of her sisters. In year 25, Gracia meets Joseph, and their courtship begins. They are also married in three months' time. Tip is currently five years old at this point. Also in the year 25, Joseph convinces Gracia and her sisters to exile Lothor. Shortly after, Joseph convinces Gracia to rid the world of her sisters as well. The two of them travel eastward and meet with Mombi, who gives them the rose that will kill them and the box that will trap their souls in the other side. From years 25 to 30, Joseph and Gracia peacefully rule the land. In year 30, Gracia and Joseph make a second trip to the east. They meet with Mombi and are introduced to Tipitarius. Joseph returns to Emerald. Alone. And so, as the story goes, so many years later, in the year 216, Tipitarius is reintroduced to Gracia, as she has returned from the darkness of the other side. So there you have it, official timeline of these two characters. We still don't know everything, but we do get a little insight. And all will be revealed in time. I promise. In Chapter 57, Another Meeting with Royalty, Tip and Gracia are both revealed to have blank spots in their memories. It's revealed that Tip has no recollection of meeting Gracia, and Gracia has no recollection of ever meeting him, either. He just assumes he knows who she is from reading a history book or seeing a picture of her in a museum or something. Gracia also mentions Joseph suggesting a second meeting with Mombi, 
though she can't remember why he would suggest such a thing, and doesn't know why she would ever agree to meet with her again. As we know now, the first meeting with Mombi would have been when Tip was only five, and there's no mention of her meeting with him. The second time, however, must have been for some unknown reason, but resulted in the two of them crossing paths with each other, no less. Okay, okay. Uh, you know what? I realize this is a super tangled mess of a timeline. I kind of kept writing myself into corners, and then when I'd write myself out of a corner, I would just write myself back into one, and that was just a cycle that seemed unending and resulted in a disjointed, flashback-driven story, which I felt was kind of cool and mysterious at the time. As I read this podcast, I feel like maybe that wasn't the greatest way to go. I don't know. Maybe it is still a good way to do it. I guess it's all subjective. It's all up to you, the listener. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. When Darker Days comes to an end, I will publish an official timeline for each character, and I'm sure I will drop a special episode that attempts to unwind it all and, and make more sense out of it. But for now, I hope you're willing to bear with me. And again, I promise, this is all going to make sense in the end. So, with nothing else to say on the matter, I leave you with this. If I missed something or failed to address something you feel I should have, go ahead and let me know. I'm always open to questions, comments, or constructive criticism. You don't have to like this show. I'm not sure why you're listening, though, if you don't. But, like it or not, you can be nice. I know you can. Because I believe in you. And certainly that must account for something, right? I mean, even if it's just a little something, it's got to account for something. Anyways, if you would like to get in touch with me, you can do that by emailing darkdaysofdorothygale at outlook.com. Calm. There's no more Twitter for this guy. Or X, I guess, if that's what you feel like calling it these days. But you can still find me on the old TikTok, where it's at DarkDorothyG. Alternately, I appear on TikTok, Instagram, and that silly threads thing under the identity of at the ordinary sun. That's S-U-N. The Instagram feed actually has a lot of fun Dark Days-themed artwork, and so does the Dark Days TikTok account, if you're interested. And of course, if social media isn't your jam, there's always the official Dark Days website, ddofdg.com, which of course does not stand for Dark Days of Dollar General. You can also find links to t-shirts and stickers and stuff there as well. 
And if you were a fan of all that Dante stuff I did back in part two, well, you're in luck because I've compiled a list of all my favorite Dante's Inferno resources. I've got links and brief summaries and reviews of each place, so go ahead and check that out on the website as well. Darker Days of Dorothy Gale used to be on Amazon as an ebook, and even in paperback form, briefly. But at the time of this recording, the podcast is the only way to experience it. If you would like to support the show, buying a t-shirt or a sticker or something really is the coolest way to go about it. And if you would like to support my specific brand of creativity in a more direct and financial way, you can find me at buymeacoffee.com slash ordinarysun. Again, that's S-U-N. If you do, I'll send you a personal handwritten thank you note, complete with a fun little sketch. I'll even give you a shout-out on this year's show if and you like. And if you don't want to donate to this cause, that's fine, too. Times be tough, they be, and I'm happy to do this either way. So come back next time for Chapter 58, The River Crossing. Thanks for listening. I love you all.